Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, so we are here, two teas in a pod. It is supposed to be myself and Drew from Atlanta. And last minute, she called in an audible. She called in six. So who did I text at 4.47 a.m.? Me, (laughs) Kyle. I'm here with Kyle Richards. And I know that you guys will not believe it, but we have not prepped any of this today. They will never believe it. They're they're not going to believe it. But we're going in cold. I'm in pain, unhinged, have zero memory. And have pretty much not left my bed for the past three days. So, which is very unlike you, which is really leading into, I think, a great pod. I, okay, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, yeah, do people realize how early we wake up? It's really, or something's wrong with us. No, I think. we are up so early in the morning discussing. I mean, the fact we are very invested in things that maybe don't matter to most people matter to most people but we will go so deep at 4 47 a.m like i'm like did you see this but did you see and so that's how it continues on but we have a little group of people that wake up very early too. so we it's like but i do i want to apologize i haven't even been wordling the last couple days i haven't felt like you've been slacking off on that wordle it's really annoying it's because i was doing so well with all my twos out of six And ever since you guys have been winning, then I lost my confidence. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I did get you a water and a, a backless Oh, well, thank you. A backless. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So we're going to just get right into it. Uh, normally what we do is we fully do a breakdown of, a, of the episode, but since you lived it, we're going to start out with questions and then we'll do a little breakdown. Of- and also I have not seen these questions. I, that is I, my hand to God. I've not seen. The I know you're going to be frightened, but the, the first one's an easy one. I feel like it's, were you surprised at all at the sofa seating setup at the reunion? No, no, I wasn't. Mm-mm. Not one bit. No. I don't know why I wasn't. Were you no. surprised to see Dorit self-tanner on the couch afterwards? Uh, by the way, <laughs> you, that was she was just the only one people saw. Everybody, I think, got self-tanner on the couch. And that's been happening since season one. Um, Adrian Maloof, I will never forget, got the um, self-tanner all over Lisa Vanderpump's sofa. And Lisa was like, oh, Adrian got up us all over the sofa. <laughs> and she made like a big thing about it. That's been happening for years. I always feel bad about that. Um, so yeah, Dorit was the only one called out, I guess. But I did text Dorit this morning and I said, um, speak now, forever hold your peace on yourself, Tanner, because I need to understand why there was so- She probably didn't know what you're talking about. I don't think she's been paying attention lately. But what she did know what we were talking about was there's been a post this morning that's happened now on three different accounts. Did you see it? Do I know about this? Yes. What is it about? It's, um, Lisa Renna, Diana. Oh yeah. And Erica. And they keep posting Peaky Blinders. What does that mean? Because I've never seen the show. Well, Dorit says, I'm obsessed with the show and I know it very well. Peaky Blinders is a group that you don't want to F with. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, but she I had no idea so what that meant. I haven't watched the show. So I guess this is like, you don't mess with these three. Okay, well. Um, which leads me to the next thing, which I, I may have mentioned on the pod that I even hate to say the term because then we get attacked so much, but that the foxes have not been corresponding since BravoCon. Who are you yeah. still talking to? Oh, God, Ted. You know, no, that just, that's, I'm not, you know, that's a loaded question these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're an ass. I came over here as a favorite. To, that's what you get. That's karma. <laughs> um, I'm not not talking to anyone. You know, things are just different right now. Yeah. Um, they've been that way for uh, a while, I would say. I think we can kind of connect the dots. Um, I've had to step away from not only the show and watching that, but just sort of engaging with anything kind of connected to that, to the show, because I was struggling. I was really struggling, um, you know, with my anxiety and um, I just knew it was in my best interest. I didn't see the episodes. I don't even know how many I, I missed um, going into it. I did see Reunion 3. I did not see, I don't know, maybe six episodes before the first reunion. And I don't think I saw both reunions. I no, saw you didn't because we Kyle came and stayed with me one of the nights that I was recovering from my recent surgeries and we watched the reunion together. Right. Yeah. And your face during some of the things that I had seen a thousand times already and had to recap, you're like, yeah. what? When did this happen? Who? Well, yeah, because like- now I'm in a better place. So, <laughs> but I mean, I was at a place and mentally that I wouldn't have been able to um, deal with some of those things. So it was just easier for me. Um, I mean, I have so many questions. You know, I never I never look at my DMs from the people that I don't follow. You know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the plus Teddy 99s. Does. I do. Plus, I love the plus, 99s. plus 99s. I mean, I probably have a handful of times since I've had Instagram and it's like never been. I mean, there's a lot of great, nice messages and of course, a ton of support. But there's also a lot of like not nice messages. So I'm like, why would I even look at this? Um, but there's so many questions about why I didn't say certain things and why I didn't speak up about certain things. I'm just going to jump in right now about that. Okay. I don't know what you're I mean, I, I'll dig into the, I'll dig into those later, wait? but, okay. but if you want to give it right off the, if you want to, if you want to no, blow our load right at the no, beginning. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's don't worry, fine. you guys. I'm going to get into coming. all the questions. Okay. Um, people have been tweeting me and saying that the only reason that you're mad at Crystal, that you had issues with Crystal was because she replaced me on the show. Oh my God. Can, I know. Can you explain what your that. real issue is with her? So I actually like Crystal. I mean, that's what's weird about the show. And, you know, um, like when we're not shooting, I, I like Crystal. And I didn't like that she created something that could have put Sutton's reputation at risk. And, you know, that really bothered me. You know, I felt like last year she did that too with saying that, you know, she felt, um, violated with Sutton bringing the jacket to her room. And, you know, I don't know, you know, we shouldn't, none of us should judge each other until we walk in each other's shoes. But when you say she's also new to this and, you know, when you say something like that on camera, you know, Sutton was really stressed about that. And, 
you know, then it was a, the race thing this year about saying that she said something really dark and she was very clear that there was 100% something. Yeah. And she told all of us that, you know, and even Andy said, we all thought that. And then she said there actually wasn't something. So I take issue with that. Um, you know, I don't know how it always comes out. You know, I've seen a lot of messages saying, you know, I have to respect, you know, um, you know, that I don't understand, you know, um, someone of color may feel differently about something. And I do, I do understand that. And I respect that. Um, I was just saying like, you know, you're putting things out there on camera that could really hurt people's reputations. That was my point. Um, I don't know if that. Do you believe, do you believe that their relationship is actually authentic or, I mean, I've been getting messages from, you know, other people that we know, like, no, listen, like this was a conversation that Crystal and Sutton had, and they made a decision together. What was weird to me that Sutton never spoke up at the reunion? Because I was like, we're all here saying, why did you do that to her? And I just feel like Sutton, honestly, like I said in the season, that she didn't want to even address it. She didn't even want to talk about it. She wants it to go away. So I think that's why she was quiet. I think that they're nice and with peace. I think that Sutton's probably going to be cautious with her moving forward. That's yeah. my 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 take on it. Um, but you know, I think they're they're friendly and get along. I mean, I feel that Garcelle and Sutton's relationship is a lot more genuine, you right? Know? And Crystal's yeah. just, but I mean, because Crystal's also having a, you know, getting pretty close with Kathy type situation as well. Are you uh, thinking she's just going in where she can to feel most comfortable? Or I think she's been, you know, I think she, I think that she hasn't felt like she fit in, you know, since kind of the beginning and, um, you know, trying to find her place maybe. But like I said, I do like Crystal. I do. I mean, you know, I've only, the only arguments I've had is when she has said something I didn't understand and that I felt like it was going to hurt somebody's, um, uh, reputation. And these days you have to be so cautious because everybody gets canceled. Like you yeah. don't just throw that out there and then, you know, have it be, you know, that you created something. So that that's what was so confusing to me was how quiet Sutton was about it. Like if somebody had implied that about yeah. you or me, you know, like we're going to either say our apologies or we're going to stand our ground on what it is that we said and how we didn't. Mean. I, and none of that happened with Sutton. She really looked like I just want this headlines. to go away. She's like, I just want this to go away. And then she was like looking to Garcelle, like, and also you make this go away too for me. Like, let's, I didn't catch that, but yeah, I was too busy stressing about my other problems. Oh, yeah. You had other problems. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, you know, tweeting up a storm and things happening, Denise and Camille have made their rounds so oh, yeah. far. Um, ha- have either of them reached out to you to get together? Um, I bumped into Denise recently at, uh, at our like little neighborhood place that we always go to. And she was very nice. And then she, we later texted and she said, maybe we could get lunch. And, you know, um, Camille, no, not since the, not since the bridesmaid, not since, no, not since, (laughs) you know, we go back and forth. Like I never really understand, you know, I don't even like to poke the bear with that one because she's very unpredictable. Yeah. And, um, anyway, yeah, no, I haven't, you know. I, I wish her well, you know, I mean, I still follow her on Instagram. I just, <laughs> I just, you know, she'll like make fun of Lisa Vanderpump and then be friendly Lisa Vanderpump. And then go, she kind of goes back and forth. Right? So, but, um, when you we're together, want- when we're together, we're usually getting along. Are I you just, having fun? Uh, I mean, I would, uh, honestly, <laughs> we're having the best. we can laugh about, you know, you know, other you know, people, the stuff on the show, no <laughs> stuff on the show. By the way, I got nervous when she did it. I don't like that. I don't like them making fun of people like that. You know, I didn't like no, that. No, even when they doubled down on Lisa Vanderpump. At the reunion. At the reunion. I didn't like and that. I didn't, I didn't like, like that, that either. It made me very uncomfortable. And, I, you know, I know that Erica was mad because um, Vanderpump had made that comment about the scratch and sniff book. Yeah. That that's why, she, you know, she probably sent her scratch and sniff. But I didn't like that. I don't think that's nice. You know. Well, well speaking of Erica, what are your thoughts about the Dorit and PK being the next couple to break up. I mean, we were both. We were we were together. We were at dinner or lunch or whatever it was at the time that that came out. I was so shocked. And honestly, I mean, I don't know why she did that because um, I think I know PK and Dorit better than anybody in the group and you do. Um, You know, they're a really loving and supportive couple. They have a beautiful family. We travel with them and I just don't know why I throw something like that out there. And she later said she was joking, 
but like jokes are supposed to be funny jokes yeah but also the the way that she kind of walked up to the end of the stage put her feet down like set it like a spoiled little breath yeah like like, i'm stomping my foot yeah that's the part i didn't understand like if if you wanted to make a joke about what couple is going to break up then maybe say Rena and Harry because they're your best friends and be like, of course they're not, you know, like or Erica and Tom or Eric, <laughs> or like one of the under, other 147 people at BravoCon that you could have picked from that you're but not that's actually not cool from. either. I don't like those kind of questions. I don't like those kind of mean shady questions. And I don't I, I just I thought that was really unnecessary. And we know how I mean, I know from experience, these things follow you no matter what. Yeah, people she can say I was joking, but then for a while now, people are going to say, they're the next couple for sure. Next thing you know, people are saying, oh, I've heard they're having problems. It's like, yeah. oh, God. And I mean, and I do know that, you know, from uh, from conversations I've had with Tamara and other people, when you're on those, that stage, sometimes you get that heightened, like, fuel to say more than yeah. you would ever really want to say. And then you're like, oh, gosh, why did I go there? So yeah. there, there might be that point to Erica, but she's not normally that one to be then, oh, I, I should have said that. But not with your friends. Right. Like, that's what was weird. Like they haven't had zero issues together. Well, um, with each other. But, um, you know, I mean, even when Garcelle said the comment that I'm, I'm closer to Kathy than Kyle is, she sent me a text and apologized. And but said, then she did it again. I know. I didn't hear. I didn't hear it, but I heard about it. But she said, you know, sometimes we do watch Heaven's Eye. We get caught up. It happens to all of us. And you know what? Whatever. It's fine. It's you know, fine. And move on. Uh, well, Kathy insinuated that she would only return if Erica and Rena do not. Right. What well, do you, if you were to if you were to guess what do you think is going to happen in this scenario? I know. obviously. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know who's coming back and who is not. I do know that anytime a cast member has said, I don't want to be the show of so-and-so and was on, or, you know, it's, that's, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that doesn't happen. So, um, you know, maybe she doesn't realize that, but that doesn't work. By the way, the more you don't want someone on, the more they're going to want them on. So um, that just doesn't fly. You know, Bravo makes up their own decisions. And then um, I'm going to have to ask. Oh, Diana's God. a one and done, right? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Because now these Peaky Blinders are really, they're throwing me for a loop because now uh, she's showing up again. I'm like, you, oh, but they've been friends. They went like, I think Erica and Rena didn't, they were posting pictures. They're all in Hawaii together. They There's, were all in Hawaii together, but then you didn't, weren't at the reunion because you were sick, but, she then, was you sick. Had gla- but then you had glam. Well, yeah, but if you're doing the reunion, you're going to have glam, even if you're sick. Right. But what you're, what? You've never shown up to work sick in some capacity. What do you No, she was very, very sick, like lung infection, like very, oh, okay. very, she okay. was very, very sick, very, very sick. Honestly, she was. I mean, I, I asked people um, behind the scenes and she really was genuinely very sick. Um, but so she just didn't have COVID. I, I actually don't know if she did. I think she'd had it and then she had a lasting infection or, or something like that. Okay. Her baby had it, too. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so sad. So I, I, I asked the question to, you know, the behind the scenes people. And that's what I was told. Um, all right. So now we'll get, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and do a little bit of this episode breakdown and get to some of the more oh, questions you're not going to want to answer. Sure that I'm friends at the end of this. Oh. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. All right, so we are back. It starts out with viewers saying Sutton's cat sweater and talking about her neuropathy is icon behavior. Um, like at this point, I, I think Sutton. Sutton's hired her own bots. Like, <laughs> no, she's so funny because I told her that. But I'm like, why would you talk about the neuropathy? She goes, I have neuropathy. Kyle, what am I going to do? And I see, I love that about her though. You know, hey, you know, if you're going to put it all out there, you know, then you're going to find the person that's right for you. If they don't like it, that's who she is. So take it or leave it. Um, so then there was that. And then Erica said that she had sex the night before the reunion, that she has a roster of guys. Oh my gosh. Um, then continues on that, like, it's nice to at least have a guy that can stay hard. The whole, I mean, it really, why does that stuff make me feel so uncomfortable? I, I don't know. <laughs> you, I, we were both like watching like this. I was like, no. You could not pay me any amount of money to say that. I just get so, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but also, for the record, we have not met any of the guys nope, that I she's dating. About I have said publicly on the pod, next season, I do want to see who she's dating. I want to move past all of this other stuff. I want to stop the implication. It's very mysterious. Yeah, like, I don't want I don't want the mystery. I want to actually get into it. Who are you dating? What's your type if it's not well, John Girardi? Well, she said, you know, in the beginning of the season, when things were, like, better with everybody, <laughs> um, she said that there was somebody, and that, I don't know if it was somebody who was, like, had won an Oscar, was a director or something, but that they wouldn't say any names. I don't know if that's still the same person or not. But there was back when we did our original pod. But who's the roster? So it can't be anybody serious because if you're serious, then you don't have a roster. You don't, if you're, yeah, you unless, don't have a roster. Unless they like that, from. that you have a roster. 
I mean, that's hard. <laughs> you're one you're number seven buddy yeah, get get line. Line. um but then one of the listener questions was have we heard erica talk about sex so much with tom but i feel like i've always known erica to talk about sex whether it's uh-uh. no not about sex with tom but remember even when we were staying in santa barbara and she would talk about like porn though like she would have those types of con- on camera these were right, not off camera right. conversations but you wouldn't talk about sex with tom one time i can recall when eileen asked for something and she said my husband's 76 at the time oh right and then they asked and then lisa asked something about if she yeah, they need a viagra and she was like no he doesn't i never believed that <laughs> <laughs> i never believed that but I love that, by the way, the, the, the reaction. They have my face like, nope. <laughs> Every time I, your reactions are one of my favorite because it's like you're either like, or like so, the most dramatic. Uh, I cannot with my face. But that's you no matter what. There's some reactions from the reunion that I'm like, oh my God, I, I think I forgot we were You taking your earring off in the middle of the reunion and adjusting it really put me in a I didn't spot. think we were, by the way, You're I like, didn't think we were filming. Someone went to go to the bathroom. I think we were t- on a break. I was like, do you I was telling adjusting you, yourself in another time? I was, if you saw, Crystal was like leaning behind the sofa, getting a drink. Like we, we thought we were on a break. I forgot. I think Dorit went to the bathroom or something, or we just come back from break. I was only telling Andy. I didn't think they were filming that for the show. I thought the cameras were like off. Sometimes we get caught in these things, guys. So other than, you know, yours truly, who do you think's Andy's favorite from Beverly Hills? By just the way he speaks to people. I don't know. <laughs> Stop! I, can, I, I mean, you matched him this year. I matched him? You didn't realize that you guys are in the same color outfit? Teddy, I, I don't think I realized a lot of things at the reunion. Um, no, I didn't. Um, I will say this. I don't know who Andy's favorite is. I mean, I've been there the longest and I know he's very nice to me and I, I care about him. And, um, she's playing with wires by the way, which means she doesn't want to answer this well, question. I don't know because he's never said, I will say that once he was asked at a live show, he was doing, if he had to marry one of the housewives, who would it be? And he said me. And I was like, Oh, that, oh that's a big compliment. That is a big compliment. Um, but I will have to say that, you know, um, at the reunion, you know, at the end, I felt really strange. And I felt like, why weren't people kind of like speaking up more? Yeah. And I was feeling, I, I mean, as, as you saw, I just wanted to leave and get out of there. When Andy hugged me, I mean, it, it actually really meant a lot to me. And you could tell he really meant it. And um, he what really th- cared. And um, I really, I really appreciated that. What do you think that Doug said in response? So, so you guys know Doug is one of the longtime producers of the beginning uh, from the very beginning everybody loves doug he's like the nicest kindest he started evolution the production company um and that does oc and beverly hills so and you see andy and you know i know i'm going forward but you see andy say to him what do we do kyle's a mess and he he gets his response in his earbuds i thought that from doug but what was the response because then you had to stay there well i thought that they just weren't gonna film me and then they were just going to talk to the other girls because they didn't respond to me and I couldn't talk. And then when Andy asked me the question, if he thinks I could repair things with Kathy, I, you know, I didn't, I thought you couldn't even hear it. I just said, I hope so. And I was, I thought I was done, but apparently we, we, we kept filming and we kept going. <laughs> we kept going. Um, well, before we get to you and Kathy, we still need to get through. Um, Garcelle starts talking about um, Erica's drinking and not realizing how bad it was. And then a lot of what I've seen online is Dorit's response when she says, I felt like I was stabbed in the stomach. Um, and she goes into this whole big thing. And then Garcelle's like, what, what were you having an out of body experience then? Because in the moment, all you said was he was trying to get flowers for your mommy. Right, right. Well, okay. So when I saw that, because once again, I never saw Erica yell at Jax. Yeah. I didn't see that. I only was told about it. Um, and I never should have commented on something I hadn't seen. But um, I think she was just, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for other people, but I think she was just trying to keep her like calm because she was like yeah. seeming like she was a little out of control, Erica, obviously. Which makes sense. Right. But I can tell you that when we got the episode, you know, Dorit and I spoke and she's like, Kyle, I'm I'm mortified. Like that was terrible. Like, and we're sitting there talking about it. And I said, that's how I feel. And I didn't even see it. Why the hell was I talking about something I hadn't even seen? And you know, my my husband i mean he always makes a dumb the joke joe, i know he always Men makes a dumb always, joke always make the he worst jokes he, the worst jokes and he doesn't like think about it and later he's like oh my god so i talked about this at um like in between breaks with garcelle at the reunion because this is a, such a typical thing that happens so um 
I got the episode when I was in London doing press for the, the show. And I was so upset. I was mortified because, you know, obviously being a mom comes first to me more than anything. And then to see the way, you know, Erica spoke to Jax and how it came out. I was talking about it. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So I addressed it in an interview that I was doing in the morning in London. And I said, I really want to talk to Garcelle. But it was literally 1 a.m. at the time in right. L.A. So I couldn't call Garcelle or, or anything. So she heard about this interview. And so, you know, well, then why didn't you text me? You just... You know, you, you you said you wanted to reach out to me. You didn't. I said, no, that interview was well, in the morning. I had just seen it. That's why I couldn't call you or anything. So I explained that to her. And, you know, I just hope she knew that was genuine because, oh my God, like you hear a story and you're like, oh my God, can you, you know, when you're not supposed to laugh like in church, you hear some bad thing. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. But then when you actually see it. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and then we get on to the point of... Erica starts making analogies with the plane. Oh my God. No. no. Any other analogy with any other analogy? I don't know you? where that is. I, I don't understand when she when she said that. I was like, why that analogy? No, it, honestly, pick from. There's thousands of analogies that's picked from any other. And normally, she kind of. The funny thing is, is that in the moment, I think I was so distracted thinking about the stuff with my sister. I I didn't even catch that in the moment. Yeah, I'm watching like, oh. it back. I yeah, mean, when maybe... I saw the episode, I was like, what? I think I was like just kind of checked out for a lot of the reasons. <laughs> But you are seeing a lot of Sutton and Erica having more of like a relationship. You can see Sutton says something along the lines. But she of just like, unfollowed both of them on Instagram. Oh, she, wait, let me double check this. Hold on. Who Sutton oh. just unfollowed who and who? Oh, yeah, because I there think was. I heard that. Oh, yeah. There's these two. Um, Look at me. This is, I mean, I already got myself in trouble talking about this on the show this season. Let's see. Sutton. Da, 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 da. Okay. Let's see. Does she follow them? Okay. I, okay. I don't have, you can check. I don't have a good. Uh, um, you here. guys text us and let us know, but, um, or, or send me a little message right here, please, Tara. But also something on here was that Rena was posting. Oh, now, okay. of course it's gone, but Rena was posting <laughs> certain things and Sutton said like enough, I'm done. Oh yeah. Yeah. I and saw that. So that might've been when the unfollowing started. Taking I think place. that's when it started. Um, but I, I almost feel like that could be more based towards the Diana stuff with Garcelle. I have no idea because I forgot what it was, but I just saw that. Um, um, but I can ask her tomorrow because she's supposed to have lunch tomorrow. Oh, you and Sutton? Yeah. Oh, Sutton does not follow Erica. This is confirmed. What about and does sure she, not Rena then? Does she follow Rena? And what about Garcelle? And does Garcelle follow me? <laughs> <laughs> uh Sutton does not follow Rena. Did Garcelle ever do your podcast? No. So no. she came late to Bra she came late to BravoCon and she that was supposedly why she didn't come. But no, who did do it was um Sutton. Oh, okay. So Sutton and Sutton's like, you know, I do like you. We just yeah. have issues with communication. I'm like, you're <laughs> right, we do. Um uh, yes, follows Kyle. Garcelle does. Garcelle follows me in a shocking turn of event. Mm -hmm. Who would have oh, known? Okay. So Sun doesn't follow Erica or Rena. Okay. Sun yeah. doesn't follow Erica or Rena. So there's a theme here. Okay. Now we're getting down. We're getting down to more, more pressing things, which is why the repetition sometimes on Beverly Hills. So like, remember the scene between Diana and Sutton when um they say the same thing back oh and yeah forth, like five well, that, times. that's because it was funny <laughs> yeah but it happened again here with Ooh. erica and the earrings like oh, yeah we're on appeal for legal reasons well that was her way of saying i'm not answering your question <laughs> we're then, on appeal for legal reasons and then andy, we're on appeal for legal reasons and then she pulls up her phone and then andy's like chasing eric on a hamster wheel he's like yes yeah, so we covered that and she's like and we're on appeal for legal reasons i'm like what is happening she, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, that was pretty funny. And it was like, okay, okay. Um, and then he goes, would anybody, you know, keep want to keep these earrings? And everyone's like, no, definitely not. It's like double down, never, no. As if anyone in their right mind would be like, me, me, me. I, I would keep the earrings. Like, yeah, oh. no. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, no, that was, I don't think anybody there wanted to keep those earrings. <laughs> and then we're going to take a little break and we're going to come back and we're going to oh, discuss... God. 
I feel like the bad stuff's coming. I know. We've been laughing, but now we're going to get to the harder stuff because right. your sister arrives. Right. Uh, Good times, Ted. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. Okay, so we're back and it's immediately, for me at least, I'm trying to be 
you know, your sister came up to me at BravoCon. She did not do the podcast, but she immediately came up to me and like put her hand on my shoulder and said, I'm so sorry for what you're going through with your cancer stuff. You know, like, I just want to know, let you know that I'm thinking about you. And I said, listen, I would love for you to come on the pod and talk to me because I know that things between you and one of my very best friends aren't the, and I just want you to know that my number one goal, even though, you know, I talk crap for a living is that you guys are okay because I love, I love Kyle so much. And she was about ready to say yes. And then her publicist looked at me and said, no, she needs to eat a burger. And then she sat right next to where, What? (laughs) so then she sat right next to where my podcast table was and ate. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So I, but she was very kind to me in the moment. Well, that's nice. Um, but as your friend, it was really hard to watch this episode. because so let's talk about from the very beginning when she walks in and we get into the conversation about Kimosabi and something that I immediately got irritated by was that she assumed that you were going to set something up for her and I I you I didn't hear you say anything back like how would I have known I was setting something up for your tequila like what Okay, well, I actually, not everything gets used in the reunion, as you know, right. but let me just clarify. So my, my sister um, had said to me right before Aspen, because she was bringing the tequila on camera throughout the season, but I didn't, she never mentioned the tequila to me until I didn't really know. I wasn't, you're filming, there's cameras, you're doing stuff. You're not really, you know, sometimes I see people walk in with a, a champagne bottle or a candle. You're not really yeah. a hostess gift, whatever. I wasn't really thinking about it. And then before Aspen, she said, you know, we invested in this tequila company. Do you care if I bring it to Aspen? And I said, not at all. Send it to my house. And I'll, you know, we'll make drinks with it. I'll, I'll put it out, whatever. And that's exactly what we did. We have a million bottles at my house uh, in Aspen. And so then I, you know, that was it. So when she said at the, you know, I had planned the Kimosabi shopping event months in advance. I've been trying to do this Aspen trip with production for a long time. You know, we booked Kimosabi, that private room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so after, you know, we had the tequila at my house, that was that. So at the Kimosabi event, I didn't even know the tequila was there. I didn't even know it was on the bar. I knew nothing. So when she said at the reunion, I thought it was going to be an event for me and my tequila. I was like, I, I, so there was I, no I discussion. There was no, no discussion, nothing, zero, zero, zilch, nothing, nothing. So I, I, I literally was speechless because I was like, why would you think the shopping event that was, you know, that would be a, a, a thing for your tequila. Like it didn't make any sense. And by the way, if she had said to me, I'm going to, you know, can we do something with my tequila at the event? I would have been happy to do that. Of course you would. I'm happy to do that. But it was never said to me. I didn't know it was there. And then, um, you know, in the scene, she says, Kyle did nothing to stop Brenna. If you look back at that scene, if you guys have recorded this and you can go back, when Rena is ordering the tequila. I'm literally, I didn't even hear her. I was tying my dog's leash up so she wouldn't run around Kimosabi. I was like bending down. I didn't know any of this. I didn't even hear or know that. Yeah. So I was like, when I saw that, you know, I was like, how does she expect me to, to know this? Or, or, and then once, even if she had said to me, by the way, she just went, you know, what am I supposed to do? Go over and say, uh, you don't do that. Take that back. Like I didn't know what to do. All the way, also, it's all over the internet that that eight one eight was brought in through like a rough. <laughs> sure, it was not the case. That for sure is not the case. I'm I like, don't. You know. Um. I, yeah, that was not brought in to make a problem. It was. You know, we go there a lot, as you know, and they have lots of tequilas there. Um. I, I think. And by the way, a lot of people like that tequila, that Kathy's tequila, just but to be super. I did a clear. taste test. Yeah. And believe me, I'm not, I went in blindfolded and that was my favorite tequila. It's Eva Longoria. It's Eva Longoria. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a really good tequila. Uh, Um, but I think what, what I was confused by in that moment, when you're watching and seeing, she is mad at Rena. She, she, Andy even brings it up. She's mocking Rena ordering the 818 tequila. Right. right. But then at the reunion, it becomes your fault. Yeah. That's what I was upset about because that's a pattern. (laughs) So you feel like you're consistent. Like, I mean, I, I, it feels like I can do no right. Yeah. Is the problem. And, um, you know, there's a lot of history there and it's really hard, you know, and sometimes I'm quiet because it's easier for me in my life not to address these things because I don't want to make things more complicated for me and my family. Um, so if you wonder why sometimes I'm not speaking up, it's because 
what I'm going to say or what I could say will make things more complicated for me. So I'd rather just uh, basically uh, put my hands behind my back and take it on chin on the chin and deal with it because it's not worth it for me. Which is why is is that the same reason why you said to Rena, I don't want to know all the details about what she said. I knew enough and I didn't want to know anymore. I knew there was more and I didn't want to know anymore. And Kathy had said, you know, I said really bad things and I should not have. And I just didn't want to, I didn't want to know anymore. I didn't, you know, and Rena never said all the things at the reunion. She didn't say. Um, so she did protect Kathy in some capacity. Uh, she did not say all the things at the reunion. I'm going to be like Erica right now. Okay. She did not say all the things. <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm going to say the same thing. We're over. on appeal <laughs> for legal reasons. Um, so yeah, I, she, um, she did not say all, all the things. Uh, and, um, yeah. So, you know, that I just, I, I didn't understand why I was getting blamed for that because I mean, she was clearly upset with Rena at the, the event at Kimosabi, but then it became about me and I just, it was just so crazy to me. I was a hostess. And, and then hostess. also she was... became upset with you at the club, even though that also wasn't your, you, you hear the that story and you understand too. that is something that if you're used to getting a certain level of attention and you don't get it, then that may set somebody off. And I've seen that happen millions of times with, with women in Beverly Hills, that everybody knows who they are. And so you can see that happening, but then all of a sudden it coming back to you again, your well, problem. Well, once again, it was the way she spoke to me. Yeah. You know, um, and everyone saw that, but nobody spoke up at the reunion. Why did nobody speak up about that? I, I don't know. I don't, I think they don't want to deal with it, <laughs> but everyone saw, well, Diana said, you know, and I think her interview, she said, you know, certain things, but, um, what people don't realize is that, you know, we had, you know, given our coats to the coat check and we had a security person with us who took all the tickets to our coat check to her for yeah. our coats and then he left to go get the rest of the people that we had invited to join us which was like a block away okay. so he had the non-housewives non-housewives okay so he had the tickets to our coats in his pocket he left he said i'm going to get your guests i'll be back he was going to walk down the block walk them into the club because it's a private club um and we hadn't even sat diana just gave a credit card and then kathy came up and you know I said what I said at the reunion, how, how she spoke to me and what she said about we're leaving right now. And, you know, I think when you're the youngest too, like sometimes I'm spoken to, like I'm still like a little girl, like a baby. And yeah. um, it, it just was very disrespectful. And and I, I get so scared to talk because uh, I feel like that's the headline. Like, you know, my sister's disrespectful. Or if I say she was being mean, Kathy's messy. So but, I get scared to even speak. This is why I never do these things because you're my uh, but I, I mean, best I, friend. I, I'm, I am, but. That's what happened. And I was like, you can't talk to me like that. You're not going to talk to me like that uh, and scream at me like this in front of my friends and think I'm going to drop everything. I have guests coming because you're not getting your way. And, you know, and that was it was plain and simple. And I think this also happens a lot in bigger families. And and it's not talked about as I mean, I, I'll just talk to you about my family situation, you know. Um, it was maybe two Christmases ago. I'm on a group chat with all my siblings. There's five of us and they'll kind of always ask me to be the, the ringleader of the ones that will like talk to my dad about something. Right. And I said something and it pissed my dad off and I remember this. immediately, like I could almost cry just talking about it right now. Like immediately he reamed me out so badly and told me that he was canceling Christmas on all of the siblings because of me. And None of the siblings said like, actually, we all called Teddy. We all came to this agreement together. They left you hanging. They left me hanging. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, it is a common thing to have these dynamics inside of your families, especially once your parent, like, I can't even imagine once your parents have passed away. We didn't have these problems you, with my mom. Yeah, that. like that. It's yeah. a difference. And and not to be able to to resolve them. And, and I, I mean, I remember I, I called you crying. I'm like, what do I do? Do I write a letter? I feel like all my siblings are mad at me now. And when you feel like you're in that place, you have two options. You can either choose the way that I feel like maybe Erica handles things, which is through anger mm -hmm. and through showing like zero empathy or the way that we saw Kyle handle it at the reunion, which is through tears and through sadness and through like, well, the problem is, okay. So a couple of things I feel like I should say, a lot of people have said like, the main thing I hear is, well, why didn't you defend your sister? When you are hurt by somebody, like 
you know, it's not always so cut and dry. You know, I'm, I'm not subscribing to the idea that you stick with family no matter what, because sometimes when you're treated really poorly, you have to take a step back regardless, regardless of whether, you know, it's blood or not. Yeah. And, you know, um, you have to have boundaries. And if you don't know the whole story, you can't know why I wasn't jumping in and, and defending, you know, not defending. So, you know, there's a lot of people have messaged me saying, I understand this dynamic. I understand that sometimes with family, even, even though it's your blood, you, you know, um, that you don't, it's not no matter what yeah. blood you get to treat me however you want because we're blood and I'm going to have to take that because we're blood and I'm going to stick by you no matter what, because we're blood. You know, I, I, if you're mistreated, you're mistreated. And, um, and I, I, you know, that's how I feel. And I, I was just at that point, you know, really, really upset. And, you know, you know, hearing the things I was hearing and obviously defensive of, you know, my family, my, meaning my husband and my children. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, but I just didn't want to. I was I like, why would I, when I I'm hearing this and she's saying I'm, I did. And, you know, I was happy that she apologized. I, I accepted it, you know, Obviously, it was always on camera. I was like, yeah. okay. Um, I think some people thought I asked for it on camera because people were like, why did well, you? Well, yeah, because she kept saying you want it on camera. No, I didn't. No. Yeah. She, she wanted to. Okay. I mean. Yeah, you have to clear that up. Yeah. Bit. I mean, well, but by the way, another thing quickly is that, you know, she, Kathy said at the reunion, you made me apologize to Rena, And then they flashed back to me saying she's coming if you, you want, want to. And she said, right. I want to. I want to apologize to her. Um, so I was like, there I, again, then I was a, a blame for her apologizing to Rena because it didn't go the way she wanted. But if it had gone the way she wanted, you know, but I, I think something else we have to point out, which yes, you are in a tricky situation because you are the only housewife that has a sibling on and has had multiple siblings yeah. on this show, which yes, you can get a lot of heat for because things haven't always gone right, but you're not forcing your siblings to join the show. You have to know that when going on a reality television show, you have zero, it, whoever goes on has zero control of what is going to play well, out. By the way, just to be clear too, when I, you know, suggested my sister Kim for the housewives, I was already signed on to do the show. I had only good intentions, you know? Yeah. Um, I wanted her to have, you know, be working. I wanted, I thought it was going to help her, you know, stay on the right track. I thought it'd be great for us and be fun. You know, I mean, I had high hopes, you know, and by the way, we did have a lot of fun too. And Kim and I are, are great right now. Um, and then with Kathy too, you know, um, I, I wanted her on the show to have fun with her. And, you know, a lot of people said to me, do you think that's a good idea? You know, because of the history and, you know, and I said, you know, we're in a really good place. And I really don't see us going down that path again. Um, I only had good intentions. I only wanted her to come on, to have fun with me and to laugh and to bond um, I had no idea what was going to happen in Aspen. I, I couldn't have predicted that. The problem with reality television is the truth always comes out one way or the other. Regardless, if I wanted to go on a show and pretend that I was always easygoing, it would be impossible. Right. That, that's not who I am. But see, it's also not just happened there. It's what's happened since then. Because yeah. I could have got I, if the apology. I could have been good and done with. But then it starts people taking to social media and clips and then... Um, and it's like, oh, okay. But, you know, like people getting upset. I didn't jump in and, you know, say something like, Rena, how dare you, you know, call out my sister or whatever. But, you know, I have blood family, like liking mean tweets about me. Yeah. I mean, and she liking tweets saying that I should be fired of the show. I've been on for 12 years and I brought my sister in to have fun with her. I'm like, what, what is this? Why is there this double standard? So, you know, that's not, I don't think people are. I mean, and Kathy that. also liked the tweet and I, I hate, I'm sorry, but like she liked the tweet. Why would Kyle let Rena do this? Understand one thing. She has not let them do it. She is behind them doing it. It's how she operated all along. People still aren't seeing it. Rena attempts to destroy her acquaintances. Kyle does the same to her own family and friends. She will do anything for money and social status, whether it's laughing at 14-year-old black boy I getting verbally abused and cheering it on with her husband or destroying her sister, Kim, at her most vulnerable, there is nothing too low for coverage. This is liked by Kathy. This is where okay. I will have my issues and continue to speak about this because I don't care how upset I am at one of my family members. I would never do I that. I would never do so that. So I'm going to tell you about that. When I first saw that, I said, 
I thought she tweeted that. And I said, someone must have hacked her. She would never do this. She would never do that. Um, I sent it to her and she said, I liked that by accident. Well, just like so, she didn't actually get Lisa Renna's text that then uh, Andy pulled up at the reunion. Well, I'm just telling you, <laughs> she said she did. She said she had liked it by accident. Um, you know, even Kim will tell you, you know, that being on the housewives, um, helped her and, you know, I'm not going to go back in time. You cannot understand family dynamics. You can think you do because you've watched the show. You have no idea what happens behind closed doors. You have no idea the history. I am not about to come and explain the history to everybody to make my life more complicated. Yeah. So if I have to have people hate me for thinking a certain thing, um, I'll take it. I'd rather have people that don't know me think I'm an asshole than deal with more problems with my own blood by speaking up. Hey, you know, you know, I will have my husband say, why didn't you speak up and say this? Because it will make it worse. Yeah. It could be one month of not talking or 10 years. So what's better for me? Yeah. Well, stepping away from Kathy and looking at the, I, I mean, how many other women? Four, five, six, is it seven other women? Yeah. That were on those couches when they were seeing you struggling, when they were seeing you, nobody was really saying anything. I think that comes with that is when, a, um, and this is where, this is what I have an issue with because I've been on the show so long and I see things that maybe other people don't see, mm -hmm. but when someone on the show is liked, people don't like to go up against them. Right. So, I mean, you used to see that a lot with Lisa Vanderpump or, you know, they're like, you know, people do me, they may not like that. They don't want to, they think they don't want to fight with me because it's going to create an issue or something. Not always, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that all of them were like, well, if we say, Kathy did this or was, you know, not nice to Kyle, um, then people are going to hate us because they like her and people are mad at Kyle right now. So I saw, I see through all that. So you it's know? just pandering through Twitter. So for you, it's easier to just remove yourself from seeing any, I don't it. look at Twitter. I, I don't follow uh, a hashtag of RHOBH or my name. I don't have a Google alert. Uh, I am right now protecting my mental health and for people to think they know about me or they know the situation and they're mad at me. Hey, I mean, like my husband always says, and my family says, you know, we know the truth and you know who you are. And, and right. I, and I'm just going to say this for Kyle and you guys can always, people will even get mad that we're close because they'll say like, you know, Kyle's you know, friends with Teddy, that Nat or whatever it is that they want to call me from week to week. But I want to tell you that when things go down with mm -hmm. me or any of our other friends that are either on or off the show, mm -hmm. you are the first person that's ever there. So I don't like when people put out there that you are not always leading with your heart and the most kind and the most, like the fact that, you know, we talked about how, what a hard ass my dad is, but the fact that he called me, you know, after my surgery and says, you know how much it means to me that you have Kyle there with you tonight, that she's helping you, that she's doing that. Like you have a family away from your family. And that is so important. And so I just, that is one of those things and you're a family that we go over to your house and your relationship with your kids and your girls and the way that you guys bring people into your home and make them feel loved. Not everyone can do that. And that's not an act. Well, thank you. Um, and you know, I mean, it's weird because on the show, like, you know, of course you do know us after all these years, but you know, also what they let you see. And I, I remember I was asked at BravoCon, like, what is something we don't know about? Like Dorit and you know, you see pieces of us, but what people don't know about like Dorit is, you know, she's really a sweet girl. You know, she, yeah. if you're sick, she will literally be like, I'll bring you soup. You know, I'll take, you know, she's that kind of a person. And you, I mean, like you're the most genuine down to earth. I mean, like raw, like that's why we bonded immediately when you first came on the show. Um, this zero bullshit or pretense. I think on the show you held back a lot because you're I'm scared. a different person now. I that, feel well, like that's the thing. It's like, I used to say like, I, you don't know Teddy the way I know Teddy because you, you know, used to always tell me, don't be Rev Ted. Yeah. Be like, be yourself. Like you came in like, oh, I have a mission. I have to say this. I have to do this because I have to make a point about, and you were very like, instead of just like, oh, it was new to you too. It was new. It was a completely different realm of women. Like yeah. the, it, you, you know, all my girlfriends that yeah. are on the show, it, yeah. it's a different thing. And when you go in from being, it was like a culture shock for me. It is. And like, you yeah. know, I was forever 21 and everybody else was Birkins. Like there was like, 
it was just <laughs> a different phase of my life. And I'm so happy that I've been able to grow and learn. From well, I, I had dinner the other night with um, Chris Cullen, who was our showrunner for all those oh, years that we love so much. And Alex Baskin, our executive producer and, you know, our, our the man behind the magic, as people like to say about Alex Baskin. And we were laughing about season one, how, I mean, I was like that too. I mean, in first season, I was nervous. I remember getting so stressed because Lisa Vanderpump kept teasing me. I had an open house and this is before the show was like <laughs> famous. And Lisa Vanderpump came over and the dogs were jumping on all the people coming to the open house. I put my dogs in the laundry room. So she used to, she used to joke and say, oh, I'm going to say you lock your dogs up in the laundry room. I was so worried about that. And she would make jokes. I was like, quit doing that. And I thought I'm going to get hate about my dog. I mean, I mean, that was the stuff I worried about then. If I, can you imagine the joy I would have about that now? But I was, you know, you're new to this. I was like, you know, what if someone says their grandmother died and they cut to you laughing, but you're laughing about something else. So you, you're so tight. And then you realize I just have to let go and let, let you know, yeah. be myself. So. And realize that not everything's perfect. Like I, I even think back to my, you know, we won't get into it now, but like even think back to my relationship with my husband, my first season and things were really freaking hard. And I never talked about it with you guys because I didn't feel comfortable, but like, I wish now, like, wow, why didn't I open up and show people that you're not alone and no matter what you're going through, no matter if you're going through postpartum, no matter if you're having issues right. in your marriage, no matter what it is. And that's really what, as now a, someone who watches the show, that's what I want to get back to watching. I yeah. want to get back to watching the real shit, the fun stuff, yeah. like all the wild things. Like, I want to see the good and the bad and the ugly from everybody, but less like it feels so heavy. Less right? bad and ugly and just fun. Yeah. Well, we but, do have a lot but of But like fun the bad too. and ugly, like could be petty stuff, you know, right. like it yeah. doesn't need to get to this level. No, please. It's so, it's really stressful. It, I mean- I really don't. I mean, honestly, people always like, why are you still there? Why are you still? But I mean, we do have fun, but it is very, you're the, very you're the glue stressful. that holds everybody together. Um, and I know we're out of time, but the final question, it, it's a fan question. It's after all the tequila drama, do you think it was shady that Andy did the final toast with a vodka soda carcass out? <laughs> in a short glass? <laughs> it's so funny. I didn't. That's another thing I didn't realize until I saw it on television because I was already thinking, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here. That is pretty funny. I have to say, because I, I'm now looking back and, you know, like I said, you know, my sister's tequila is great. And I do want to end this by saying, I love my family, no matter what, um, my sisters, you know, my sister's kids and their kids, like I said, and, um, I just, I, I just hope that that doesn't get lost in all this. So I want, I just want to finish on that note that, you know, even if I can get upset or be hurt, um, I love my family. I know. I know you do. And I know how important your relationship is with them. And I also appreciate our friendship and how much you've given to my family, our life and for showing up to this pod last minute. And you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another two teas in a pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp and Kyle Richards. We will be back on Monday to discuss all things Potomac and Salt Lake City. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 